Chapter 4, verse 1. For as much then as Christ had suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that had suffered in the flesh had ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. Let me read those two verses from the Living Bible. It says, Since Christ suffered and, un and underwent pain, you must have the same attitude he did. You must be ready to suffer too. For remember, when your body suffers, sin loses its power, and you won't be spending the rest of your life chasing after evil desires, but will be anxious to do the will of God. Peter makes it clear here that we who are born again have a new nature that is not going to live in sin. Listen, we do not practice sin. It's just that simple. All right, number three, for the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lavishness, uh, lust, excessive wine, revelings, uh, banquetings, and abominable idolatries. Wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. Now he says here for this cause, that is, because of coming judgment, the gospel was preached. God wants the gospel preached to all men. And if they don't hear the gospel or respond to the gospel, he makes it very clear that they are, are already dead in trespasses and sins, and they will be judged as men in the flesh. But if they accept Christ, they can live according to God in the spirit. Verse 7, but the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now the word the gift means a particular spiritual gift. Every child of God has at least one gift. Some have several. Peter instructs us here to use our gift or gifts for service, to serve one another, to serve the body of Jesus Christ. All right, verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Now let me read that verse from the Living Bible. Are ye called to preach? Then preach as though God himself were speaking through you. Are you called to help others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies so that God will be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. All right. Verse number 12. 
Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice, much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. And if ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God rested upon you. And on their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matter. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first began at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator.